Hey folks, happy Thanksgiving. Can we say Thanksgiving? I thought we supposed to be saying happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Because in 2020, that's all we were saying. We was all watching the movie 13th. And we was all watching 12 Years a Slave again. And we was all like, yo, happy Indigenous Peoples Day. But I've been watching social media. And y'all are back to Thanksgiving. Let's keep it real. And you got reasons. Now y'all like, well, we should be able to be thankful. Y'all full of shit. Anyway, I want to talk about nonprofits. I want to talk mostly about advocacy nonprofits. I don't hate all nonprofits. Like, there's some nonprofits that I think are really trying their best. I try to give them grace because the truth is none of us are in jeopardy of mastering shit. But let's be honest, the nonprofit industrial complex helps the state and wealthy people to really suppress radical ideas. So if we could at least be on the same page about that, because the revolution is not gonna be housed inside of a nonprofit. I remember when we tried to shut down Rikers and the opponents, even my colleagues, like forget about the opponents, the jealous opponents, but my colleagues were actually trying to shut us down for trying to shut down Rikers. They was like, why this nigga getting all this money? What? Like, you should be happy that a black formerly incarcerated man is raising money to shut down a place like Rikers. But no, the fake-ass abolitionist was threatening to shut us down if we didn't get rid of every cell in New York City. That's crazy. But I saw the same shit during the passage of the First Step Act. Like, the most radical groups, the ACLU, the Leadership Conference on Human Rights, and others, like, they literally tried to stop the bill from passing because they didn't author the bill, because they weren't in leadership on the bill, because Cory Booker told them they shouldn't support the bill because it wasn't his bill. And, you know, they say it was because it didn't have sentencing reform in it, but let's be honest. Fucking Republicans were like, if this shit has sentencing reform, we're not going to pass it. We're not going to do anything with it. So, meanwhile, a few years later... 15,000 people at home. That would have been really fucked up if that didn't happen because y'all were so angry because you didn't take the lead because you couldn't tell your funders that it was your bill. Anyway, but that's nonprofit par for the course. Everybody's suing everybody. Everybody's filing claims with the AG's office. Everybody's sending emails to boards. Everybody's sending emails to funders. Everybody's sending emails to the press. Everybody's trying to find ways to cancel leaders, especially black leaders. If you want to get a black man out of leadership, just yell rape. If you want to get a black woman out of leadership, just say she's angry. And God forbid we would have any Latinx people in leadership in the criminal justice reform movement, which is crazy to me that like in a movement that's supposed to be all about equity and justice and fairness and moving people from the margins to the center, that Latinx people really don't play any meaningful role in the criminal justice reform movement in terms of leadership. It's kind of fucked up. So... Everybody's signing non-disclosures. Everybody's signing non-disparagements. Everybody's signing non-competes, non-profits, non-non-non, non-disclosure, non-disparagement, non-competes. I'm gonna post one day from the organization. Look, I, I literally am gonna post today an example of a non-disparagement document attached to this tweet, because I'm gonna do it as a tweet, like I like to do first. And I'm gonna show you what one of these non-disclosure, non-disparagements look like, so y'all don't think I'm just out here making this shit up. People hear me share dirt about Fortune Society and how fucked up it was to work there. People hear me talk shit about Katal and Common Justice and the fact that the people who run those two organizations are a couple and like they both make a shitload of money and they're both pimping out the philanthropic movement so that they can raise a shitload of money and just do well because they're two white people who think they deserve to be at the head of criminal justice reforms. Fucking crazy. Um, but trust me, there's other organizations in my kill zone too. 
but I have to like navigate all these legal documents that I signed when I was at my most desperate and I needed money. Literally found myself being silenced by pro bono lawyers that I helped to acquire. Y'all remember that. At one agency, in fact, I was threatened to be sued by colleagues, including people that that I hired and people that I invited to my board at the time. And then I was offered restorative justice as part of the fucking hush deal. Restorative justice. Like we can have a hush deal, sue the shit out of you, suppress your voice, marginalize you, but don't worry. We'll do, what a fucking joke restorative justice is like this fucking buzzword sold to funders and people try to keep the funding spigot turned on by coming up with something new every once in a while. Not me, I told them to fuck off. I'm not saying nobody's doing good restorative justice work. There are some small programs doing it, but if you're doing it with the DA, fuck out of here. I know what that's all about. Cause as soon as somebody fail in your program, the kind of punishment they get in the courts is gonna be more harsh. Cause the DA is gonna say, what? I gave them a chance. But of course you just keep running your nonprofit. You keep doing you. But all of this shit is the course of business. None of this is what I wanted to talk about today. I actually wanted to talk about Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday. First of all, why the fuck do Americans need to be reminded when to give? Second, I hate watching my clients spend weeks and weeks trying to think of the perfect fucking message to get someone to give. Third, everyone knows Giving Tuesday is crowded like a motherfucker, so they end up with this theory that if they send their emails a week before, fucking annoying, or send their emails a week after, more fucking annoying, that that's clever. But it's no longer clever, and I feel sorry for them. Like, it just it just takes Giving Tuesday and turns it into, like, Giving fucking November. I mean, and lastly, like, people should be giving to nonprofits all year long, the ones you really like, the ones you dig, the ones that are run by people that share your values. If you need, if you need to know which nonprofits to give to, just DM me. DM me, I'm gonna tell you a bunch of nonprofits that I think are really doing a good job. So look, this is Thanksgiving weekend, sorry, this is Indigenous People Weekend, and so I shouldn't be this upset. So I guess I'm done for today, but it's supposed to be a time to be thankful. So I wanted to thank people who never missed a drumbeat and stood by me in my darkest times. I appreciate that. Thanks to people who offer grace to each other. I love to see that grace is not transactional. It's not transactional. If you offer grace, you offer it because a person might not even deserve it. And I always remember that I'm a person who offers grace to people because I know when I needed grace, I needed a motherfucker who was in a good place to step up and be like, I'm gonna give you grace whether you deserve it or not. Some people did that. A lot of people didn't. A lot of y'all are really fucked up. But transactional motherfuckers around grace, like that's not grace. That's not grace. I had somebody this week was like, like this person literally was like, don't you remember that I stood up for you when you needed me to? Bitch, like what the fuck? Like, why did you do it? Like if you go seven years later, you want to be like, I stood up for you. Get the fuck out of my, fucking white people, yo. That shit is not grace. That shit is like second chances. I know everybody loves second chances, but the reason we have second chances is because it positions one person as the weak, meager failure who made a bad decision. I know y'all call it mistakes, but I like to call it decisions because people have agency and they make fucking decisions, not a mistake. I know you say mistake because you want people to forgive them, but second chances is all about you being the person in more power 
bestowing something on someone who somehow is like not like you because you're so different that you fucking don't make mistakes. You don't make, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you and your second chances. Grace. So anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, that this is supposed to be a weekend for us to be thankful for people who've extended grace. I appreciate people who extend grace. And if you extend grace, remember, it's not transactional. So look, that's all I got for y'all today. I'm off to the other side of the country tomorrow. So I wanted to get this out, get it online, get it posted, get back to my Saturday and tell y'all, don't let nobody steal your motherfucking rainbow. And in the meantime, stay well, stay peaceful, look out for each other, offer grace to each other, but don't get rocked to sleep by some of these fucked up nonprofits. Peace.